Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message. Welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I am Justin Oswald, Executive Pastor of Transformation Church. With me back again today is our lead pastor, Brad Livingston. What's up, guys? It's uh, good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And with us on the microphone in the studio is our creative director and uh, the man that is carrying the biggest part of the load for Church of the Movies, Mr. John Sapp. What's up, guys? John Sap, Little Sap Master. Little so, Sap Master 19. So Justin and John go way back. Wait, uh, well. how, old, how old, John, were, how old were you when you and Justin? <laughs> I was a wee little lad. I was, I, was fif- <laughs> I was 15 turning 16, and this dude uh, that seemed to always stand out to everybody and want to, like, you know, be all cool and hip and hop. Hip and, and hop. Hip and hop. With his with his uh, white with his white Nikes and his yeah, button up shirt. Yeah, buddy. You know. Yeah, we we go back. So. He was a wee little lad. I was. Wee. So uh But you were pretty young too. You were like what, twenty one, twenty two? Twenty two. Yeah. So that was pretty young. Yeah, that's young. <laughs> I mean, it is young. It is young. I mean, so. now you're forty and I'm twenty seven, <laughs> so <laughs> Okay, that's not accurate at all. <laughs> So it's not accurate at all. Uh, thirty-three. When you turn thirty-four, you turn thirty-three already this year. July, yeah. July, okay, that's yeah. what I thought. But it's th- moving fast. I gotta tell it's, you. Yeah, I remember when you turned thirty-two. You were upset. Uh, I know. Imagine how thirty-three <laughs> went. Stayed at home. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Next year we're gonna get him some crutches or a walker or yeah. something. But I don't like being this old. Well, good luck on changing it. it happens to actually. You might be able to. You know, I, I'm identifying as 26 <laughs> from now on. Are you? Yeah. Well, that's younger than I am, and you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to identify Listen, at least older than me. You have to recognize whatever I want to identify myself as. That's the new rule. Have <laughs> you watched the news? Huh. Have listen. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> um, so we got Justin and John in the studio, and man, we had a came off a really cool Sunday, and uh, t- totally different. You know, uh, we we knew going into at the movies that it was going to be a. Uh, different environment. It's just a different flow, and it's different than you know. We're we're in a churched area. You Boy, know, howdy! <laughs> Pensacola, <laughs> Pensacola is uh, has the most churches per capita in the United States. So, uh, is that a real fact? It's a real fact. So, uh, technically, it's Escambia Center as a county together. So, Pensacola is kind of loose because Milton and Pace are in that equation. And Man. but it's a lot of churches. There's a lot of churches. We have uh, right under fourteen hundred churches in uh, not a very big city. So. All that to say is uh, it was different. It's different for us, really, but it's really different for people that don't know what they're expecting or didn't know what they're walking into. And uh, But it was a phenomenal day. Lots of guests. It's and so At the movies, for us, and number one, if you're in Pensacola and you're listening, man, come check out At the Movies. It's such a fun time. It's great. It's a blast. Um, yeah, and we need to say this. If you listen to the sermon podcast, it's very possible we're not going to post these. I think we posted yesterday, this week. It's it's weird. We left. We posted it right, and it's weird to just hear the audio. No, we did. I'm saying we did. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Right. When yeah. you listen to it, 
You, it's, it's just a movie. It's, it's weird. Audio it's, from yeah, the movie. yeah. It's so, movie. so um, for this month, we're probably for everyone that listens to the sermon, we're probably not going to post a podcast. Just go hit up our website and watch it. Yeah, you, um, you really want to watch it because what it, what it is is we we take we take movies and we kind of cut them down, break them down, edit them down a little bit, and then we pull out biblical truths in those movies that we can apply to our lives. So kind of take fun, our favorite movies, that type of thing that we all know and love and, and try to pull out some biblical truth in them. So we play those movies in service. And right. so to have just the audio on podcasts, it was a little, yeah, it was a little it's weird. Since so. you're listening to a movie and some preaching and it's kind of hard. To, and if you've never seen the movie, it's really weird. It's yeah, it's particularly weird. So, yeah, so. but yeah, go so watch it on the website, go watch it. Transformationchurch.com. Um, so yeah, it's a, it was a good time, and so yeah, we we kind of wanted to to get into the weeds a little bit of kind of about what we talked about on Sunday, and and so since at the movies is a big evangelistic push, if you're in the city and you're listening, uh, man, come by and we'd love to have you with us. Or if you're listening, you're outside the city, you can check us out. Uh, we'll be going live again Sunday nine and eleven um, Central Time. Central Time, and but if you're um, so if you're here but we also encourage you like bring other people you know people uh, if you go to your friends that you've been talking to about coming to church for a while and you've been saying man i would love for you to come i would love for you to come they're like yeah they're not coming or you just whatever to be able to walk up to and say listen we're watching captain america civil war um at church this sunday and they're going to interject some stuff into it but it's really just going to be like at church at the, or, you know, we're playing a movie at the church. So church at the movies, like it would be awesome if you came to the series, you'll get more traction. So it, it's an evangelistic type of, um, type of tool, type of outreach, type of, uh, way of, of getting, getting the gospel to people that may not get it otherwise, or may never come to the building. And so we were, it was successful. I mean, it was, we, we had a number of new guests there Sunday morning and a number of lives given to the Lord, um, and surrendering to the gospel. And it was awesome. And that was kind of, so all that to say this particular movie, we really hinged this movie on the gospel and this idea of control and surrender, um, and essentially surrendering our side, our, our life to the Lord. So, um, so that was kind of the whole premise of what we talked about on Sunday, stemming off of Captain America civil war. Um, now what's funny, what people don't know, I was telling someone about our process the other day. I was like, what most people don't realize is we, we've watched the movie like four times by the time we're done with it. Like we yeah, watched it yeah. and then we broke it down and then like, you know, so like making we're, sure we got all the cuss words out. Yeah. Make sure you like any, anything that's <laughs> Listen, weird in there. I got to say this. If y'all had missed a cuss word, I'd have thought that was funny. <laughs> like that would have not been cool because yeah, well, I was in church, but there would have yeah. been, I would have been laughing inside. Yeah. Pastor would have, pa- pastor would have been, uh, he'd have had something to say about that. And, and he probably should, you know? Oh yeah. Um, but, of course. You know, it would be funny. Now I will say I felt a little bamboozled with this series. <laughs> yeah, bamboozled. <laughs> because, because, I, think an, I think that's honestly an understatement for you. Yeah. Well, Considering because, you call it, yeah. considering you said, you said, "Hey, so uh, what are we? What 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 are the uh, characters again? Is Batman, Superman? Like the other day when you so, walked yeah, in? Yeah. So listen. Oh, first of oh, all, no, no. Pause for a second. If you, uh, Justin, <laughs> one of the mans, uh, Justin is uh, is not Here the Marvel Here universe nerd uh, that no. that 
uh, I consider myself kind of a nerd about it. John is a pretty big nerd about it, and I'm, we've I'm got some other. About it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, here's the thing: the movies are good, like they're entertaining. I just don't follow them. Like I don't know. So, but here's the bamboozlement. All right. Okay. You said from the stage in church a couple weeks ago Uh-oh. that we're going to be taking our favorite movies and doing a series <laughs> about them. And my favorite movie is not present. What is your favorite movie? Forrest Gump. Oh, well, gosh. Come yeah. on. Well, you know. Man, we could really do something Forrest Gump. That's, that's how you are, that's though. Pretty I mean, that's pretty that, 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 That's do the drugs. movie that you love. Forrest Gump so. is the greatest movie ever. Well, we love we love the Marvel movies. Full too. stop. Wait a second. Let's, nah. No, it's Forrest not. Gump. Yeah. That's not. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. No. It is one of his favorites. It, it's my. I know favorite. it's one of his favorites. I don't it's think one it's one of the greatest movies, ever. Greatest movies yeah, ever. It's one of the greatest movies ever. I don't. I. I don't even think it's better than Tombstone. Well, that's one of the. That's, that's a, a great that's movie. A good, I, Tombstone so, you, is, you know, but you know, like Forrest Gump hits all the things. I don't know what those things necessarily are, but it hits a lot of things. Yeah, there's no explosions in Forrest Gump. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. There's war scenes. There's war scenes. Yep. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. Come on. Yeah. He's a representation. He's he's a type of Christ almost in that movie to me, mm. without being like heretical. Like that's absolutely heretical though. <laughs> well, what I mean, I you, mean, like he's literally. Like a, I mean, like a type of Christ, like you know, like a type. Of, you know, yeah. like he he. Now we're not going to talk about Force. Yeah, that's not, not what this is about. Here. I'm just saying it's a great movie, and it's, they took it off of Netflix. So I was disappointed. Yeah, they did. They took a lot of movies off Netflix lately, man. They've Listen, been hurting me. Netflix needs to tighten up, but they refresh it every month. If they really ever nice. take off the Office. Oh, there will be riots. Full in the riot. I'm yeah. rioting. Yeah, <laughs> from his couch though. Like yeah. he's gonna write a strongly worded email. No, no, I'm really going. Phone. I'm going out in public somewhere <laughs> with this. Uh, so, so all that to say, we uh, we were doing Captain America: Civil War, and so if you if if you're not familiar with where we are in the scope of the movie, let me, I'll kind of catch you up. Please do. <laughs> so. Um, so through the Avengers, which is the Marvel, and the Avengers, uh, Iron Man, Captain America, uh, the Incredible Hulk, Ant Man. <laughs> what? Yes, you got that one. Boom. Ant Man, uh, who was just barely. He's Listen, just he's, barely an Avenger. I will say, an Avenger. I just learned today that Ant Man was even a real thing. That was one of them people. You and oh, you Lord. watched the movie on Sunday, and you saw him. I didn't know he was an Ant Man. I didn't but, know what was going on. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, okay. Uh, so, I've never heard Ant Man before. But, anyways, Iron Man, Captain America, Incredible Hulk. Um, help me out here, John. Well, I mean, it, so if like we're the, talking about the Avengers before Infinity War, yes. So oh, pre Guardians. This is about to be the nerdiest yeah. podcast <laughs> ever. <laughs> strange, because there's a, there's yeah. a lot of uh, there's a lot. Let's at this take point. it from Civil War. So the basic ones are, um, yeah. So you, you've named most of them already, like the core group. Um, I'm, I'm with, pulling it up on my laptop as we're talking about it. Oh god! Yeah, um, the Scarlet Witch is a part of it. I've never heard uh, those words in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Who was the red guy? Um, Iron Man. No, no the no, red no, no. guy, the tall red guy. Was he red? Oh, yeah. you're talking about uh, Vision. Vision. Yeah. Vision. Okay, I got it. I got oh. it. It's, it's Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, Thor, uh, Clint Barton. Clint's the guy with the uh, the bow and arrow and the oh that guy. Yeah, okay. te- technically, Loki is listed. He's like Daryl from Walking Dead to me because um, he has a bow and arrow. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! Um, and there is certainly more Vision, Scarlet Witch, and that's pretty much it. Those are all the Avengers. That's pretty much it for where we're at. Um, Mr. Romanoff is. Um, 
What uh, I forgot her full name. To everyone that's out there with us, right now, that's like me, please don't turn us off. <laughs> yeah, here's out. Here's out. Because this this movie was actually really cool. And it was good. It, and the main reason is because it brought in so many things that we're going to be um, experiencing and seeing in the next two Sundays. So, <clears throat> especially the likes of Spider Man and Black Panther. Right. So, so first of all, we'll rewind for a second. We'll sure. bring people into kind of what was happening. So, originally, we were going to use Infinity War. Right. Infinity War, other than the Ant-Man and the Wasp or whatever, is the latest Avengers movie that dropped. It was also like a cultural movement into for a lot of people into the Marvel Universe, which caused them to start watching all these movies. Anyways, blah, 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 blah. It was also the way that they ended Infinity War was gut wrenching for all it Marvel was fans. So hard. So, um, so Infinity War stored up a lot of interest. So the very first movie we picked, the very first Marvel movie we picked for after movies was Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, because we were so excited about it because it was like so many cool things. It's and gonna like, be so awesome. In our minds, we're like, this is the coolest thing in the world because we're but, nerds. So, but then we, yeah. we, John and I, sit down and we'd go to watch it the very first time to start breaking the movie down for church in the movies. Ten minutes in, we look at each other and go, "There's no." possible no. way Mm-mm. we're going to be able to do this because even Justin we talked about this earlier even Justin had a hard time following Captain America Civil War because there's so many underlying storylines yeah. uh, so it, because of that uh, but Infinity War has at least a dozen more underlying storylines to it where like there's no like people are just not going to get it so we just we scratched it and went to Civil War and one of the main reasons was because it introduced Black Panther and Spider-Man right which over the next two weeks we're doing Black Panther and Spider Man for at the movies. Which one's next? Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man. Yeah. So, um, and the the Marvel Spider Man, not Sony Spider Man, not Tobey Maguire, no, not, not Andrew Garfield, terrible. not any of those things. Uh, not them clowns. Not those. No. <laughs> well, the real Spider Man. Okay. <laughs> not them stupid clowns, bro. You're so condescending. <laughs> we got the real actually, guy. Actually, I'll, I'll, let's be real for a second, just for a quick second, Toby. McGuire was a great Spider-Man. He, he he was. He fit the bill. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. However, given that Sony capitalized on something that they really shouldn't have to begin with, so they they ran that into the ground. Unfortunately, sure yeah. Did. But and it was, yeah, it it wasn't it, terrible. It, I think I, I think um, Tobey Maguire in the the original Spider-Man was great. Every Spider-Man after that, the, the, every the sequel they tried to do to spin off of that, he couldn't fit the bill. Like he didn't, he didn't take on the new Spider-Man characteristics. That's he right. he was a great Peter Parker. Sure, I don't think he was a great Spider-Man. But anyways, but they're the same person. Not that <laughs> <laughs> it's the same person. No, no, but I am excited about uh, Black Panther. Black Panther's good. I watched it a couple weeks ago on Netflix again. Yeah, that's and, good. And me and Justin went to Black Panther. At on release weekend, what wasn't it? Uh, we went with the, wit- the witness the podcast. Witness, yeah, um, I don't know if it was maybe it was release weekend. It oh, was, no, it like was that. good. That's yeah. a good movie. It's a great movie. So we Wakanda forever. <laughs> Spider Man and Black Panther are coming soon, but all that to say, and then Home Alone, and then Home, Home Alone, Alone, Alone two, two, Home Alone two, Lost, Lost in New York to start our uh, Christmas series. That's a great to movie. start our Christmas series. Yeah, so uh, it was so funny because when I was talking about, they were like, "Why are you doing three Marvel movies and then Home Alone two? And I was like, "Well, we're starting a Christmas series. Home Alone two is a Christmas movie." Blah blah blah. And there was a lady in the church. She was just like, "I'm so just impressed that you guys think about those kinds of things." I was like, "If you only thought about some of the things we think about to try to 
Well, Christmas? Well, like to take church at the movies and end it with a Christmas movie to start the oh, Christmas scene. Just oh, that oh. whole, like, yeah. You know, yeah. The way our brains work, but that other people may just skip over what we just think are as important. Anyways, so we gave you everything to help bring it full circle to where we're at. Um, and the reason that we use Civil War. So the basic premise of Civil War is there's all these underlying stories and, and the character development and all these things. So Civil War is really um, the beginning of the last third of the current movies that are out there. So it's like number like 16 on the list, I think. So um, it's late in the game. So there's a, there's a lot that's happened in the universe that we're not aware of. So we kind of had to pick it up from there. And one of the the biggest things that are circling in the, in the basic premise of the movie is that um, as the Avengers try to step in to help the world, to try to save the world from evils and aliens or whatever, as they keep trying to do that, inevitably people keep getting hurt. Yep. So to stop an explosion that would wipe out an entire city something happens and a building falls and it kills thousands of people or, you know, something like that. And so what's happening is now in the movie, the UN is stepping in um, and they're saying, we need to sign this accord. 117 nations are going to sign it. Um, and we need to sign this accord, which lets them control whether or not the Avengers get involved in an altercation, etc. Um, and, in that moment, we see all the Avengers take a side. So one side wants to sign it, one side doesn't. Um, so Iron Man and the people that are kind of agreeing with him don't, or they want to sign the accord. They agree that there needs to be some parameters that they need to be able to operate in. It's a healthy thing. Plus, at this point, uh, Tony Stark, played by Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man, is trying to play the diplomacy card. He's trying to be diplomatic in his decision making. And so he's saying, you know, we need to sign this. It's what's best for us. However, Captain America, Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. yep. doesn't think <laughs> that uh, he doesn't think they should sign it. And then there's all the people that agree with him that they don't need to be controlled. And he even says, there's a line he uses in the movie, what if we need to go somewhere, but they don't let us? Or, or he says, what if they send us somewhere, but we don't need to go? Or more importantly, what if we know we need to go somewhere, but they won't let us? And we need to have control. Which, that conversation that's happening, uh, and we even we were at the editing table, John and I were looking at ways to trim, because we had to trim an hour and a half movie down to, 30 minutes Which essentially is not easy not easy uh, we were and I, and I told him I said we have to leave that dialogue in the movie because it essentially is what for what we're talking about it's the whole thing which brings us to the conversation is what the whole movie ended up being about when at some point in any of our lives just like Iron Man and Captain America find themselves in this dilemma is you have to come to a time when you either agree to submit and surrender your life uh, and give up control of your life to the Lord, or you kind of keep control. But when you keep control, just like what's happening in the movie, is every time they're in control, people are getting hurt and things yep. aren't going well. The decisions are cost, or the decisions they make are very costly. And so what we see is there's two different groups of people and 
they can't figure out should they surrender or should they keep control. And for us as, as people, we find ourselves in that same debate within ourselves: Should we surrender or should we keep control? Uh, and so that's kind of the, the landing place. So, uh, segue the conversation and go. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, one of the, uh, one of the two things that I remember whenever this movie came out was everyone at this, in this moment, like after they saw the movie was, are we team Iron Man or are we team Captain America? Right. And this constant, um, back and forth of, you know, the, the, the control and letting it go and, and, and all that was coming to everyone's minds when they saw this that, man, I think for me personally, it was, I, I was leaning more towards Captain America. I was thinking that he needed to do what was best. Now, given all of that, America. there, there is a backstory in this movie that we kind of showed on Sunday a little bit, as much as we could, um, right. and it was the Winter Soldier. Which his name is Bucky Barnes, and you'll see him with the the metal arm. And I, everybody that was actually in uh, on Sunday morning knows who knows who I'm talking about because you saw him. Um, he was uh, Steve Rogers' best friend back back in the very first Civil War movie. Oh, I mean, back in the very Steve first Rogers. Captain America movie. Yep. When you when you watch it, um, they were war buddies basically. Um, and with all that being said, things happened during that process. Where Steve got his powers, and he was superhero now, and Bucky did not. Bucky did not have any of those things. Eventually, down the line, um, Bucky ended up dying, falling off a cliff in one of the other movies. By the way, this is spoiler alerts 101. So if anybody hasn't seen these movies, <laughs> I apologize. Right. Um, I would I would just say where go ahead. have you been? Yeah, yeah, really, where have you been? But if you haven't, um, you might want to just pause and go watch these movies. Anyway, uh, so he ends up dying, and Steve Rogers loses his best friend, and in that process, there's these other people called Hydra. Oh now they're God. they're terrible, <laughs> terrible people. I'm trying to give a little context here. They're <laughs> terrible people who actually ta- and and find um, Bucky. Uh, he was half dead. They find Bucky and they make him into a soldier. They make him into this oh, like s- completely bad person. He they they brainwash him. They do everything they can to get his past away from him. And so during that time, he is triggered by uh, words. So you saw in the very beginning of the movie that this one guy was just you know saying all these words. Well, he's triggered into doing what they want him to do by these words. So, with all that being said, um, uh, Captain America is uh, Steve is trying to, and and actually came across uh, Bucky at one point. Mm-hmm. He's trying to find his best friend again, and in this in this movie, they come across each other one one more time, and Steve is trying to make Bucky a good person again. But in that in that entire process, um, it is the main reason why. Steve Rogers is completely against everything that Iron Man is trying to put in place. It's because he wants to help his best friend. He wants to be able to do things to, to um, uh, really just do what do what he does best is save people and do you know sure you know and, and like he said at the end of the movie um, is that people have never really let him down and that's the reason why he's for them. He's for the people that have been for him. So. 
He's just always been for yeah. Bucky. I, I was Team Iron Man. You were. Yeah. yeah you think, so you thought they should have signed the Accords. Surrender. Yeah. Control. Well, and I like Tony Stark. <laughs> Why do you two? That's a good reason. I like all of them, I like, obviously. I like, I like the guy. I like yeah. Tony. Yeah. And I like Iron Man. Yeah. But no, they should have signed it. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you got to have like some oversight. Yeah. And I think- What if they become vigilantes? Well, and and so, and I think that's the thing too, is like Tony, you know, one of Tony's positions was like, if we don't sign, if we don't do this now, it's going to be done to us later. Right. In other words, oh, like yeah. if we don't give up control, someone, then so, at They're some point someone's going to take it. Um, you know, and, and, uh, I, man, so bringing that back down to where we live, like bringing that back down to life, because essentially what we're going to do is kind of connect these movies and what's going on in these movies to like, to life and what we're talking about. And I think that's kind of where a lot of us find ourselves is in this position where it's like, man, you know, I really want control of my life. I, I, I want to be in control. Um, but it's one of those things where we find out that number one, when we're in control, our decisions just don't go that well. Like we don't make great decisions. Um, and even when we are making great decisions, you know, the outcome and, and, you know, we're selfish, self-centered, you know, at, at the, at, it, at the core of all of us is a sinful nature that God is recreating, you know? So it's, yeah. so man, like we just have this sinful nature inside of us. And when we're, when we don't have, when we don't surrender, um, you know, kind of like Captain America, when we're when we're taking the position of we need to be in control, we need to decide what's best for ourselves. That uh, the sinful nature is usually going to win out. Um, and so, if we're the if we're the only one deciding what's best for us, and we're the only one deciding what the right moves and what the right calls are for our life, um, then destruction is inevitable. Just right. like they were talking about in the movie, like destruction was inevitable anytime they're the ones making the calls um you know whereas you know iron man is saying you know like we this can happen or you know either we can surrender or we can be forced to surrender later this is inevitable and then black widow makes us you know makes her statement she's like if we have one hand on the wheel at least we still have some sort of control like you know um but I think for us is it's it's finding ourselves, you know, that that I, I think for all of us we come to that place. Sometimes it's circumstantial, sometimes things happen in our lives where we find ourselves in a very similar conversation in our own mind, which is like, Man, this left to my own devices, <laughs> like I the, like I I need some help. I need someone to help me make better decisions. I need someone to help, you know, do all this. Now, just like we talked about, it's like, man, uh, you, you, in and of ourselves, we're not going to make those better decisions. In and of ourselves, we're not necessarily going to do that. In, uh, in and of ourselves, we're going to continue down the path that leads to the most disaster. Um, surrender to an extent or completely, depending on how the movie went, uh, was going to be absolutely necessary. Um, at least in our own personal lives, right? So this is the idea between control and surrender and it's the battle that takes place for it. So, um, so the movie progresses, right? And as, as, as the movie progresses, we, um, we see the, they begin to really take sides so much so that they kind of become violent towards each other, right? They're trying to fight They're They're trying to get places. So they're trying to stop each other and trying to stop each other. They end up in these inevitable fight scenes. And so, you know, there's this big brawl at the airport and just the whole thing. And, um, 
Iron Man brings Spider-Man into the equation. So it's the first time in this universe we get to see Spider-Man. Yes. So he kind of pops up. And um, so there, all that's happening. And um, so then we kind of hit on this new idea of hypocrisy, right? We, we hit on this new idea of um, saying one thing, but kind of doing another. That was kind of the next segment of what we talked about. But not so much talking about other people, more talking about ourselves, and how when we don't, when we, uh, when we come to a place where our life is jacked up and it's just messed up and things aren't going well, then what, then what do we do? We ultimately surrender, right? right? Yep. So we, we all find ourselves in the place of surrender. And then after we surrender, um, what happens when things start going well is we tend to start to recant and take back the things we said. Like, God, I'll never do that again. God, I'll never do that again. Like, God, I'll always fight for whatever. I always look to do the right thing. Um, but then as we grow comfortable in our control, we start to take back the things we said we wouldn't do. Right. And, uh, and so we kind of hit on this idea that true surrender isn't partial surrender at all. True surrender is complete surrender. Um, and so in our true surrender, our complete surrender uh, it requires us to take on a new mind, right? And we kind of hit on Second Corinthians five seventeen, like that all things have passed away, all things have become new. But this idea that for many people, and I think you know, when I we we kind of talked about it, we said hypocrisy is one one of the greatest plagues of the faith of the Christian faith, because people that say they're going to do one thing but they don't, or they do the opposite, the opposite, yeah, yeah, it kind of destroys the character, it destroys our witness, etc. Um, and so we talked about what happens for many people is they say they want surrender, but what they really want is the benefits of surrender. Mm-hmm. They don't actually yeah. want to relinquish control. Yeah. Well, you know, it, here's another thing with the movie that we didn't really go over or discuss a whole lot. But the other person that ends up being in this movie, which we kind of skipped a little bit, was Black Panther, right? Um, and the person who was spearheading the whole um, wanting to sign the accords was, or helping with that was King T'Chaka, which yeah. was um, T'Challa's uh, father. So so T'Challa is the new Black Panther. T'Chaka was his father. Yes. To bring that, and it'll make more sense in a couple of weeks. Continue, yes. sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Um, one, one thing that was uh, reoccurring in this, and especially with what you were just talking about, was um, doing uh, or saying one thing but doing the other. He had this, he had this little sneakiness to him in the in the movie where he was doing that, and you don't even notice it. You know, he was he was uh, in the very beginning, he was acting like he wasn't somebody, but he was, um, and he and he played a role in in trying to um, be a part of Iron Man's um, little crew. Uh, and not only that, there was one. There was one scene in particular where they finally did catch Bucky, and they um, they were going to arrest Captain America and all that. And they were coming into the to the hallway, and the um, the the guy that was um, God, I can't think of his name right now, but um, the guy that was that was walking in the agent that was walking in in front of them said, "We're you know, uh, we don't plan on putting you in a prison, but do not leave." And T'Challa says, he's right next to him, says, um, that's something I don't plan on doing. Now, the next scene is literally T'Challa 
like getting into his uniform, yeah, getting into the Black Panther uh, uniform, and he's like he's doing everything that he said he wasn't going to do. <laughs> right, you right, know? right. So, um, that I just found that funny because we were talking about that, and we were talking about that uh, particularly with um, the, the the Iron Man and and Captain America at that moment. Yeah, but he was also he was he was doing it too. Like, yeah, you know. So I just thought I just thought that was a, a funny thing that no one probably even realized. Yeah. Yeah, please, please, Justin. I'm cracking up. First of all, I'm glad you woke back up. Yeah, we're glad. Uh, no. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm boring him with, no, my, with I'm, my nerdiness. I'm cracking up because he said that he got into his uniform. <laughs> he did. I mean, that's his uniform. It's, it's a costume. It's not a costume. It's his uniform. John called it his uniform. That was funny. That is his uniform, Justin. <laughs> that was yeah, funny. A to costume me. is like he's not trying Halloween. to go to a Halloween party. Like... <laughs> Man. He's got a, a superhero, Justin. Listen, don't you forget. That was funny to me. <laughs> Anyways, so going back, Justin, go back to sleep. So John and I, <laughs> we were talking. And so, yeah, it's this idea of of hypocrisy. Yes. And, mm. and I think, again, going back to how it relates to us is, again, so they're fighting their way through it. And and for, for all of us, when we find ourselves at a place of surrender, and I don't necessarily know there was a ton of hypocrisy in the movie, but we were, what we were trying to do is communicate that when you're in a state of choosing between surrender and control, choosing surrender, but then taking back control once God has given you all the things that you hoped for, so you step into grace, mercy, eternal life. Maybe he helps you through whatever difficult circumstances you're going through. Maybe your marriage was crumbling and God steps in and does something miraculous in it. Or uh, maybe, you know, you, you know, financially thing, you know, you were, things weren't going well and God steps in and you surrender. He does something great for you. But then as soon as you're back to where you want to be, you take control back. Yeah. And man, that's, there's such a high level to the hypocrisy of control after you commit to the surrender. I think one of the biggest reasons why that's the case uh, is that people, you know, people are constantly watching. I mean, people are watching us as believers. They're not watching us to see if we're perfect. They're watching us to see if we're committed. So I I don't think unbelievers are watching us going, are they going to fail? Are they going to fail? Are they going to fail? I absolutely am going to fail. Right. The question is, am I committed? When, when God doesn't do things, quote unquote, my way, uh, am I all of a sudden like, when I, do I want to take control? Do I want to be back in control? Do I relinquish that surrender and take it back? Like, and when we do that, we're communicating that God's not, God's not so big in my life that I need him all the time. He's just big enough in my life that I need him whenever I can't do something myself. Yep. And, uh, and I think that, I think that's kind of where Iron Man, Captain America find themselves in a state of like, I think that's how Captain America feels. Like, I'm okay. F- I don't want to sign this. I'm okay listening to the UN to a degree, but I don't want to give them the control that says that they have all the control of what I do. And, uh, I think, I think that's some people's approach to Christianity or faith, which is, listen, I'm okay. Like going to church on Sundays occasionally, uh, I'm okay um, paying tithes every once in a while, or or I'm okay doing these things that is that's quote unquote what Christians do. You know, I'm okay coming and worshiping. I'm okay reading my Bible, but a life of complete surrender. Whoa, 
That I that's Wait not that's not what I'm trying to sign up for here. <laughs> I'm okay with my wife submitting to me, but I'm not okay with taking up my cross daily. <laughs> type, right, type right, talk. Yeah. right. I'm I'm okay with even going back to that. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm okay with my wife submitting to me, but I'm not okay with leading her closer to the Lord. I just want to lead her closer to the bed. So hey yo, but Let that anyways, so all that to say. Um, yeah, is that if we're going to, if we're going to surrender to the Lord and he's going to step in and things are going to become abundant in our life and they're going to be great. And, and, and when I say great, I don't mean everything becomes perfect. I don't even mean you get everything you want. What I'm saying is because God starts to do a work in your life and, and he starts to do a work in your heart, you become joyful and a peace sets in that you've surrendered to someone that created the universe. Obviously he can handle your life. Um, the problem is just like we see with Captain America, what happens when he doesn't want you to go somewhere that you want to go? Or what happens when he wants you to go somewhere where you don't want to go? Um, All of a sudden, that surrender becomes far more difficult. But true believers know that God always knows what's best. Right? Mm -hmm. So then we keep moving through the movie into the third act. We kind of broke the movie up into acts. So like first act, second act, third act. And um, and in the third act, uh, which was kind of quick... Uh, we ultimately see the the villain of the movie, yeah, um, which isn't Captain America or Iron Man, and it was I, that was one of the cool things. We kind of painted it as who's the bad guy, who's the good guy. In reality, the the bad guy was lurking in the shadows the whole time and doesn't surface until the third act. Really, I mean, he's he's in the second act, but we really find out who he is in the third act and what his intentions were. And uh, for the sake of the movie, I forgot I, I forgot his name, but um. Well, to give a little, like a tiny bit of context to him, yeah. um, and, and people didn't really understand his role in the movie, especially right. when it's chopped down so quick. And and one of the last, I think it's uh, Age of Ultron, maybe, I couldn't remember exactly, but um, they end up, the Avengers end up tearing up his city and killing his, his daughter and wife, right? And so all he wants to, all he wants to do is he's filled with rage. All he wants to do is see an empire crumble. Is what is is his words yeah. in the movie? Right. Who's right. this? The 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 guy that was um he's a doctor. He was sitting down uh, and and doing the um in the movie when we were watching it and it's on Sunday. He was had the had the book that the uh, Hydra used to trigger Bucky. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And okay. and make him do what he wants. Um. Ultimately, that was his driving force behind, like a little bit of context, but that was his driving force and wanting to watch the Avengers tear each other apart because they accidentally, you know, through through all the all the buildings that they destroy, all the the cities that they, you know, go through and have issues uh, with they um, that that one that one family ended up dying except for the father and he all he wanted was revenge. Mm. And so with that, I get it. Came alongside um, this storyline, and um, wanted to 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 see Captain America and um, Iron Man ultimately fight it out to the death. He wanted to see one of them die, like because that's what he wanted. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And so uh, in that, um, what happens is uh, they the movie kind of kind of opens up at a scene where they're going to a bunker where he's at and and come to find out um bucky was responsible for tony stark which is iron man's 
parents yep. um, death. While he was uh, under the influence. While he, right. He, so he was being mind yeah. controlled, essentially. Um, and so he kind of comes to that conclusion where he says, uh, where he finds out. And so then him and Captain America are, are kind of going at each other at this point. Um, and so, so then they kind of go through this whole process where they're trying to, uh, fight Iron Man's trying to kill Bucky. <laughs> essentially he's trying to get well, to Bucky. He's, he's not, yeah, he's not only trying to kill Bucky, but at the same time he's trying to kill, uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America, because of the fact that Steve kept the death of his parents to himself because he knew for the most part that it was Bucky that killed him. And, um, you know, with that, it, it was this fight, uh, of, uh, I don't really want to say that they were trying to kill each other per se. I just think that they were trying to find a resolution in which one of them was going to be hurt badly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and so I think, you know, Captain America is trying to stop Iron Man. Iron Man's trying to get the Bucky. It's this whole thing, but it all stems from the idea um, that the villain in this case, which Zemo, 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 yeah, uh, is his name. Zemo comes to the stage, and he has he, so he only had one agenda, and he uses this phrase. He says, "An empire toppled by its enemies can rise again, but one which crumbles from within that's dead forever." Right. Um, and so his goal was he knew he couldn't defeat the Avengers by fighting them. Uh, so through his rage, he infiltrated into their minds to cause them to fight each other by introducing this information about Bucky, which he knew Captain America would come to the defense of Bucky um, with Iron Man. Iron Man and Captain America end up battling it out and they're in this big fight. And so they end up fighting each other. And ultimately, they um, their relationship is squandered. And, and it, it appears at least... At this point, the Zemo kind of got what he was aiming for. Yeah. Well, un- unbeknownst to him, he had no idea, I think for the most part, it maybe he did a little bit, but that they were already having conflicting issues to begin with. Sure. Because of all the other because stuff. Because of all the other stuff. Right. So it was kind of, it was, this was the straw that broke the camel's back, essentially. Right, so, yeah. And so, so what happens in kind of the third act and, and wrapping that whole thing up is um, Captain America and Iron Man, both uh, the Bucky thing aside for a second- the they both end up um, fighting. They both want the same thing, which is what's best for them and what's best for the world. They just disagree on how it's going to get there. You introduce this villain, and the villain is saying, I don't really care about the world at all. I just want to stop them, right? And Act 3, you know, just like we talked about, kind of hinges on this idea that when you come, that, when you come to the Lord, the enemy's ultimate plan, you, you know, once you belong to God, you step into the faith and you truly step into it. Um, there's security in that, that you've been adopted into sonship. You now belong to the Lord. I think the enemy's goal at that point uh, isn't necessarily to um, to try to pull you back away from the Lord. I think it's just to try to stop your purpose. I think it's, it's to, to eliminate the, the, the purpose of the life that yeah. Jesus died to make brand new, to give you that life. And I think that that's why Zimbo's words were so powerful that, you know, uh, and a, a lot, let's, let's replace empire with life, like a life 
toppled by the enemy can rise again, but a life that crumbles from within that's dead forever. And I think that's kind of how we have to recognize that if we, the longer we continue in our life to battle and to fight for control over it, the longer we're delaying the ultimate purpose that God wants to use us for. Yeah. And so as long as we're in this state of surrender and control and we're in this fight and we're fighting within ourself between the two conflicting ideas, as long as that battle is taking place, our life has no purpose. Right. And if the enemy can keep us so busy fighting with ourself over control or surrender, or do I know best or does God know what's best? As long as he keeps us in that state, then we, we're never helping anybody. Just like the Avengers. They're not saving the world because they're fighting each other. Yep. And it's the same thing for us. We're not fulfilling the purpose because we're fighting our own thoughts of should I control or should I, con- should I be in control or should I surrender control? And as long as we're in that state of thinking we know what's best or going back and forth, we're not fulfilling the purpose. The greater thing that God has for us, which is that God wants to use our life to do more, to impact other people. Um, but as soon as we come to the realization that because God is God and he's sovereign and he's in control and he's great and he's good. Um, and even the things that don't look like they're good, he still knows what's best because he's God. Um, then surrendering to him is always the right decision. It's always the right decision uh, because he does know what's best and he wants what's best for us. Even when we don't even know what that is. And even when we experience things in our life that seem like God doesn't care or doesn't love us, he's still doing what's best for us, even when it hurts. Um, And so when we surrender to that, you know, when we surrender to that idea, when we surrender to God and he now is taking control, we actually put ourselves in a position that we can be flourishing and we can live a blessed life and that we can live a purposeful life um, because we've, we've gotten the enemy's plan out of the way which is to keep us fighting with ourself to try to topple down this, you know, empire or this life. Um, and essentially we've surrendered. And that was the main goal of, of Sundays to help you realize the fight between surrender and control, um, needs to be decided on. Mm-hmm. It needs to be followed through. Don't yep. be caught in hypocrisy, but then don't fight within yourself. Even after you've surrendered to the point that you become stalemated. But once you surrender, follow through and then become active, um, in, in your faith do something with it so that was the general theme of sunday morning it was a good time man it was it's very good good job john great job good hand job. clap hand clap so, um justin's awake again he's back so back, uh back again <laughs> so justin tell me how you felt about the the wrapping up at the very end of the movie you know with with iron man uh then yelling at captain america to drop the shield that he his father made him you know, how, how did that make you feel I, I didn't feel anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> he doesn't remember. Yeah, he has no idea what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, yeah no, I, just, I was messing with you. Yeah, I don't feel anything. <laughs> like He feels hungry. I feel no <laughs> things. He feels right yeah, now. feel indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, listen, guys, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. Again, it's going to be a great series, so join us 
uh, join us either on live stream if you don't live in the city. If you live in Pensacola, man, don't live stream these Sundays. Get out here. Uh, it's a great time. We're serving popcorn, Coke, water. Yeah. Uh, and we do have coffee, um, you know, because it is early in the morning. Is, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we've got all that. I mean, it, we're, we're really giving a movie experience uh, at TC. So come join us. We'd love to see all of you back uh, yeah. for any of that's been, you know, missing for whatever reason. But Yeah, you and your whole family could get in for under 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the real movie yeah, experience. I have to worry about. It. Yeah, yeah, so uh, popcorn for twenty seven dollars. I will say, I will say. <laughs> Just kidding, we're giving that for free. I am super excited about Spider Man. Spider Man's gonna be great. It is one of. It, it, not only can you relate to it, just like any age, like I can't. Yes, you can relate to this one. This this one's gonna be so good, man. Like I, I really enjoy. Listen, my it. cousin got bit by a spider when we were younger. <laughs> He didn't spit a uh, spider web out of his hand. Hmm. We had to put a tea bag on the bite. That was it. I don't know what's going Which on. With that. That's a real thing, but a tea bag. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Apparently that works. But so, anyway. He, <laughs> he ain't climbed up a building yet. <laughs> So, anyways, yeah. So, uh, good time. We'd love to see you guys wow. come out. So, check it's us out on li- check us out on live stream. If uh, if you're not yeah. in the city, if you're in Pensacola, man, get down here. It's e- a good time. Even if you don't know the movies like me, it's still good. It's still good. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. Really good. And and it, we as we because we do interject preaching. So, if you haven't yes, seen it, there are pre- there are preaching the pe- moments. There yeah. is, a, the, you know, we 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 spend a third of the movie preaching, and so some people wasn't sure about how that went and we we spent a third of the movie preaching so uh yeah check it out it's a good time we'd love to uh love to have you guys tune in with us so uh justin tell me where they can find us man you can find more about us at transformationchurch.com or on facebook and instagram at transformation pensacola awesome guys well hey we appreciate you guys tuning in john thank you you'll be with us uh, the next few weeks more than likely yeah yeah as uh Doing a phenomenal job as our creative director. We love you and your wife, which is she's great. That was her first Sunday on the platform this past Sunday. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. If you saw if you saw my wife, she was on the platform giving her small short testimony. That's right. She did a great so, job. Yeah. yeah, she's a rock star. Yeah. I lo- love Savannah. I love her too. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> D- differently than I love differently, her. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but no, the, we love you guys. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate all your hard work. Mm. Same with Justin, our whole staff, our team, dream teamers, coaches, all you guys, your rock stars. I love every single one of you. We'll see you next week for another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. See you. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.